Hello, everybody. This is Tiffany. Hey, what's up? This is Ario. And we are on episode eight. Is it? It's eight. Girl. <laughs> hey, what we gonna do when we get to this tea? I just feel like there should be a small celebration oh, we when we get to 10. We coming in here with party hats and streamers. <laughs> what time we doing this party? Because you know I got a strong 930 bits out. Right. So, can we do this party at about 7.15? I think that works. Okay, good. Uh, so, what you been doing? Well, first of all, we've been being the best versions of ourselves hey, you better podcast, okay? We out here flexing. Let me tell you about the gifts I didn't know I had, but the Lord had put inside of me. And I said, come on through with it. <laughs> I'll be listening. All of them. I'm taking all. Let me shine up in here. I'm definitely an engineer. Y'all seen my commercial? Y'all seen it. We got promo, y'all. <laughs> like Promos. We got commercials. Little we snippets. We got memes. We out here. Listen. Hey, we out here so tough that we had a fake page. Come up on our Twitter page talking about some. So I don't know if y'all remember. I was talking about Nellie Grant, who was an amazing Christian singer. And she was at the conference that we went to. Mm-hmm. So I call myself following her on Twitter for Grab Your Cup. I'm trying to, you know, be respectful and show support to folks that I, you know, enjoy their content. Mm-hmm. Minding my own business, brushing my teeth one morning. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be the best version of me right. with some baking soda. And all of a sudden, I get a notification saying, Natalie Gray started following you on Twitter. Well, I said, well, wait a minute. Right. So then me and Tiffany talk about it as we talk. And Tiffany was like, uh, did... Natalie Grant inbox us on Twitter? Girl, the fake Natalie Grant page. Didn't want to send a hi. Girl, but listen. They didn't even let us live in that moment long just enough li- to just show how much of a fraud <laughs> they were. Like, I was like, y'all gotta be stopped. This is just, y'all on trash. I just wanted to feel great for like 30 minutes. Can I just feel like Natalie Grant was like, you know what? I see y'all. But you said, mm-mm, no, let me snatch that from you. Because joy. <laughs> you just you try to snitch my you joy. You tried it. But whatever. Ain't nobody listening to y'all. <laughs> Um, I just want you to know that really irritated me when I saw that though. I yeah, like, y'all some terrible folks. Like, who does this? Y'all, y'all gonna be frauds with a Christian singer though? Right! Y'all got no like, boundaries. Like, here's the thing: I just don't want to stand in line behind you when we get up there. Right. Like when we get up there, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, that's him." <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Can I go get in the other line because I don't need to be close to you by no inches okay i don't like the way you moving out here hey what you call it three feet no pressure i need three feet no pressure let <laughs> me get up off you let me get up off you. whoever thought i need to scam people using a christian singer's uh alias yep you're trash like just hot garbage do better okay that's all i got to say about that mm-hmm. um oh how was that so <clears throat> okay so here's something you guys should know about us we like to cook, okay? And love to cook. Oh, y'all might not know this. I'm a vegan. That's Ariel. I'm not. That's Ariel. <laughs> I just want to be very clear. Ariel is a vegan. vegan. Tiffany is not. However, <laughs> I was able to have one of her vegan dishes that she made, um, which was a broth-based soup um, with rice noodles and fresh vegetables and I just didn't even know who I was. I'm like, I enjoyed this. Like, you have to know, like, I love bacon. Like, me and bacon, 
Bacon has never betrayed me the way some people have. Like, you know what? I, I literally can't stand you. Did you just say bacon has never, never betrayed me? Never let me down. It betrays you every time you swallow it. Just so you know. No, let me tell you. When, <laughs> you it's, said, mm-hmm. when it's crispy, when it's thin like bubble, like Forrest Gump with shrimp, bacon has never uh, bacon bits, bacon the imitate all of it. Okay. <laughs> so here I am. You're here for all of it. And I like veggies, but I'm saying I had that day coffee and a piece of coffee cake. And I think that's it. And I wasn't that hungry, but I was beginning to get hungry. When I say I was filled to capacity with this soup, I didn't even know who I was. Like, <laughs> And I kept saying, like, who am I right now? That this, she was like, what did, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know what you vegan people do, but what, what I know. What you vegan people? First of all, you're a racist. <laughs> Let's start there, you vegan people. I don't mm. know what you do, but I know <laughs> this is delicious, and I feel like I'm being conned right now. And so- First, let me just tell y'all that I tend to do this to people with, with vegan food because people are under the idea that vegan food is like a salad every day. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not a salad every day. Like, I cook. Like, I literally cook every day. Like, it's a real thing. Like today, I made vegan spaghetti, and it the the sauce was made out of avocado oil and fresh avocados. I had put peas and cherry tomatoes in there with parsley. That's so much work. You know what? Now I get it. Me and bacon, <laughs> bacon just might promote some of my trash characteristics that I I still gotta let go because because oh, listen, hey, I just want you to know it's funny every time you say that, and I just try to contain myself, but I literally. <laughs> chuckled when you said trash character that's what they are y'all don't call them nothing else that's what they are um because a little bacon on anything is better <laughs> so like everything you just said i was like you know what i probably would have added in that bacon, bacon. <laughs> yeah that would have been it <laughs> you get on my last nerve but that sounds delicious it sounds, it sounds good it was very good it sounds like a lot of work so bacon might okay so let me tell you what i did i boiled some first of all it's like making regular spaghetti i boiled some noodles and while the noodles were boiling i cut two avocados open put them in a bowl stirred it until they were smooth mm-hmm. and then i took cherry tomatoes and then i put them in the pot mm-hmm. ta-da Oh, okay. You still how ratchet my tada was for you? Okay. It, yes, there was no glitter in it. It was just, it was pure, uh. <laughs> now, this is what's funny about everything we're discussing. Me and her have similar health goals, but <laughs> I just don't want to do any of the work because. Okay, so I went vegan for health reasons myself, and I actually went high alkaline vegan, right? So if y'all don't know what that is, look it up. But basically, it's just. Eating foods that are extremely high alkaline so that you can change your pH levels in your blood. And most women don't know what the pH level is due to your lady parts. Right. But there's a pH level to your blood or whatever. So I did it for health reasons. And I was able to drop. I went from like 227. I'm 5'11", y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was like 227. I was never like that. But this girl was, we call her chunky. Hey, she I was thick and all the right ways. Don't except, for, except for this chin. I had <laughs> this chin and his neck. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? But um, I went to like 175. Hey, y'all. At 175, though, I kind of looked like I... <coughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So I had to gain back 10 pounds. So I gained back. So I'm a strong 185 right now. I am so upset you call fish <laughs> represent being sick. I can't believe it. 
Listen, I look like I had the, the alphabet. I didn't want that. So I was like, mm. you didn't. I just think that um, yourself and people receiving you were so used to that scrumptious, thick version of you. That it was like, I did have people tell me that, like. I liked you better when you were thicker. Here, here's the thing. I look really cute in clothes, but get this thing naked, baby. <laughs> it's moving and shaking. <laughs> it is living its best life by itself, okay? So, and for me, like, so I attempted for like three weeks to try to be epileptic. <laughs> three solid weeks. And my issue was cheese. Like, yeah, I made dairy a dish. is hard. I made a dish and I was like, and I bought some vegan cheese. I didn't do trial and error because vegan cheese is a little expensive. But I didn't do trial and error. I should have done more research before just buying anything. I could have done that. But I bought this cheese. I was like, oh, this sounds good, what it's saying. And it was terrible. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be hard. Like, everything else was cool until I made... That was the part. I was like, what are you going to do about this? Every, every type of vegan cheese is not good, though. So I agree that you're going to do trial and error. But... Like the other day I made eggplant lasagna mm. and the cheese that I used is amazing mozzarella. It's so delicious. And everybody who ate it was like, some people even told me it was too cheesy for them. And it's definitely plant-based cheese. Mm. So they've got really good recipes. You just got to go out there and try that thing. Yeah. So you not, it's not over. <laughs> just so you know, okay. we not done. Okay. Well, listen, like, I make vegan meals in the morning before I go to work, and I feed, like, five different chicks at my job vegan food because I'm trying to get, help them live <laughs> their best life. So, if you think that you're going to be an exception to the rule, and I'm over here taking mm. these half of schools to work, you, ma'am, are... Mm. You okay. know, y'all can't see her, but she definitely just turned her lips up like, no. I definitely did the face that she said I made when I wasn't grateful for that phone. Or <laughs> <laughs> the ungratefulness. <laughs> I, I am. And this is what I recognize when... We how delicious this how was, delicious. this soup was so delicious. I went out to get ingredients to remake it because I was craving it. And I was like, it's so filling. It's so good. It has was spice. It, good? it has spice in it. I feel like I'm a better person while I'm eating it. Like I just was raving about it. I've been telling people about it. I was taking pictures of it. I got a picture from both days. Like it, it was so great. And then. I had to recognize that this is exactly why you are big right now. <laughs> and this is why you, because you definitely going to have to do the work to be the better version of you. Now, we talk about on here all the time being the best version of ourselves. And I will be the first one to admit that my physical health is <laughs> a struggle. Okay, mm-hmm. It is an area that all the mess we talk about, like, you got to let go of those places that you allow yourself to. That's mine, y'all. So don't ever allow me to pretend like it's not. That's my struggle. Well, if you're looking for somebody not to allow you to get away with it, you with the right one. Because I'm definitely not going to allow you to get away with none of that. And so I, years ago, I like made decisions and it was almost like a test. Like I wanted to test myself. Like, can you do it? Can you lose some weight? And I came up with a whole strategy. It was successful. And like most people and most things, when I started losing the weight and I got, and I felt a little cute. You get a little jazzed. You got a little jazzed. A little different. I, I got in that medium jumpsuit. I said, whoop. 
And you listen. I was taking selfies out the wazoo. I was, I was, mm, I'm just trying new lips. I was feeling great. <laughs> and, I didn't, and I didn't hit a crunch <laughs> for a solid seven months. <laughs> hey, because them selfies held you through for seven months. Like, just carry you through. Carry you through. I was like, hey, I mean, I know you could go further in this thing, but you kind of made a little dent, right? <laughs> Feel good about yourself. <laughs> Take a day off or a couple months. <laughs> I was about to say a day. Oh God! <laughs> and ultimately, I was like, "Ooh, you gonna have?" I, I just, I wish y'all could see this. This listen, is amazing. I told her, like, you gonna have to stop making. I recognize, like, I'm doing all this work, and I'm working on my mind, working on my spirit. I'm, I'm handling situations better. I'm making evaluations about people in my life and how I handle things. With this physical, <laughs> she gonna say to me, "I got to do the work all the way around, or I'm gonna be around." <laughs> Look, I'm like, okay. First of all, stop talking to me because I cannot deal with the foolishness. And I and I recognize, I was like, "Ooh, you really got to check yourself." And that's what happens when you start thinking about things and you really start getting your ducks in order, reviewing things and, and getting a little more accountable about your actions. Oh, yeah? You gotta... then, you, then you start paying attention. And this one, I ain't going to be able to lie to myself, y'all, because <laughs> I, for like four years straight, have said, I want to stop being big every year and have done nothing <laughs> but eat bacon. <laughs> I was about to say, it's from the damn bacon. Eat bacon every year. I just need... Okay, so recently, like I had went vegan, y'all, and then I kind of like... All right, so let me tell you about this vegan life I was on. So I was a vegan for a full year, and then I went on vacation with an ex-boyfriend, and, like, it was an all-inclusive, and who goes to an all-inclusive and doesn't eat? And, and get your life. Listen, so I was like, mm, definitely going to eat everything. So I went, and I ate, and then I came back, and I was vegan, and then I went on a couple more trips, and I ate, and came back, and I was vegan. So I was able to flip-flop. Like, I was able to eat. So you were break. vegan at intervals. Correct. Mm, I like that. Right. You could do that? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Whatever. Cheese, baby. No! Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so, that, I mean, I was doing that. And then I was just, like, not vegan at all. <laughs> and I started eating cakes and pies and stuff. That was my weakness. Like, I had went on this sugar binge, but it was because of stress. And mm-hmm. the stress was because I was, like, trying to avoid all the things that I needed to be doing that in life. That was happening for real. So, I was going to eat this banana bread. Mm. And eat myself into submission, girl. <laughs> and then my face started to break out. Hey, hey y'all, I've always had clear skin my entire life because I don't eat sweets like that. Like, I mm-hmm. never did because I also didn't have stress. But mm. this was a new type of life. It was life. a new territory. Yee! And new things happened. And, and that had to do with acne, too. So, mm. at 38, y'all, Child. I got acne. <laughs> Look, I was like, so we're going to have to do something complete. I got acne for a full month. Like, I literally broke out the worst I've ever broken out in life and I probably have damaged my skin for the rest of my life in 30 days. It was (laughs) terrible, y'all. I was eating pints of ice cream. Mm -hmm. I was eating pies. I had them little, ooh, let me tell you. I freeze little Kit Kats and put them in and go eat one by one because I feel like if I eat the little ones, it's not as bad. Mm -hmm. But But when you keep eating them every day. (laughs) First of all, let's not bring it up the past. Okay. (laughs) It was terrible. And then I just had to stop and hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, listen, 
you're gonna have to stop and you're gonna have to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Refocus, get back on the grind, and and let's go. And at the same time that I was saying that, Tiffany was like, "All right, so I need to start holding myself accountable, mm-hmm. refocus, and get back on the grind." And I'm like really good at this vegan thing. Like I got this. Like I got knowledge, y'all. So one day we might do a thing about that. Mm-hmm. But um, I told her that I would help her, and she admitted that the biggest thing is holding herself accountable mm. for it but so for me i got all the accountability issues <laughs> like and i say it to people all the time like i'm getting way better at holding mm-hmm. myself accountable but you know you ever look back at the stuff that you should have held yourself accountable <sighs> for and you just be like you would be in such a way better place if you would have just Girl. held yourself accountable then listen i have to forgive myself daily i'll have to recognize like i this is probably a whole nother topic, but I had to get so tired of me. Oh, sick and tired. Because I was tired for a while of what I was feeling and the environment I was in. Mm-hmm. But I had to get tired of me because I was like, are you I hear every time? Hey, <laughs> I I don't like what you said. <laughs> I made a post it. one day on Facebook. <laughs> I made a post one day on Facebook and I was just like, I'm so sick of me. Like, and 900 people like, like it was the, it was so many likes. Like everybody was like, girl, you sick of you. I'm so sick of me, y'all. Like I had got to a point where I was just so sick of me for so many reasons. Like I was sick of me for accepting trash people. I was Mm -hmm. sick of me for uh, accepting trash acts. I was sick of me for having trash character traits. I was sick of me for um, not, holding myself accountable mm-hmm. for the things that I needed to and giving myself loopholes and escape goats. I was sick of me for dealing with things for so long and being so upset that they were happening like I didn't have a choice to end them. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, you have to start holding yourself accountable. And I think um, I had did when I was doing those um, gratitude videos, I, mm-hmm. I think like my first or second one was about accountability because I didn't realize how big accountability was until I got onto this journey that I'm on. And I realized like the accountability that I needed to hold myself for, like I needed to hold myself to such a high standard of accountability because I have been lacking for so many years. Mm-hmm. I keep telling y'all I'm on this, this fast course. And I was just like, yo. I need to start holding myself accountable for my actions, for the things that I am doing, for the things that I'm not doing. Like I was treating people a certain way and I was allowing people to treat me a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people forget that accountability is everything. Mm. Like it took me a long time to realize like, even if a person treats you wrong, you have to hold yourself mm. accountable because you allowed that to happen. Absolutely. You allowed that person into your life. You allowed that person the position, the title, the the authority and the power that they had to actually do that. You have to give it. Mm-hmm. So I was giving people authority. I'd say all the time, you teach, pe- you teach people, people how, how to treat you. Yeah. And I was teaching people how to treat me and then being upset about how they treated me. Like how, how, how you, how do you do that? And I was doing it on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I, I was confused on what were the, what was the next course of action I should do. But the reason I was confused because it meant that I was going to have to do something. And I was so used to expecting somebody else to do something because accountability, like it's super easy to hold somebody else accountable. Mm -hmm. But when you had that mirror, 
and you looking at it and you start holding yourself accountable, like that's a completely different, um, like that's a new territory. Like right. it made me feel some kind of way. I know for me, my thing would be, I'm accountable for what I did, but I almost unconsciously was functioning in like seeking vengeance almost for what, like I wanted my justice for what was done for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I did it, but I need you to know (laughs) what you did. Or I would kind of like pass over that part and kind of depreciate the value that was in me learning the lesson I needed to learn about myself in that moment. Right. So because I was skipping over that and highlighting and focusing on what this other person did, and I didn't think I was highlighting in that moment, but that would be what stunted my growth and what I could have got out of that moment because I'm like, you really hurt me. And I'm almost like wanting <laughs> wanting justice. I want you to understand. I want other people to understand that I've been hurt. You hurt me. Here's the thing. You kind of sat there and let it happen, sweetheart. Yep. You kind of, I mean. And let's not pretend like while somebody was hurting you, you did re- retaliate and mm. try to hurt them too. Or not even try, you actually did. Oh, I did it. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, and felt like it was justified. And, and I was, and I got a little pep in my step behind my walk because of it. Like, eh. Yeah. And, and like, that was a good one. Like, yes. And, and then you just being a trash character yourself. Listen. Because trash character is hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> um. And then I was, I had to realize that I was asking for things that I wasn't giving people. Mm. Like I was, had to hold myself accountable. Like, hey, hey, you got this amazing bar for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Where your bar at, boo? Mm. Like I gave myself so much leeway. And and in that, I was able to set expectations for other people. Mm -hmm. And then when they didn't meet those expectations, I had a problem. In the interim, I wasn't doing any of the things that I was expecting another person to do. I just expected them to do it for me. Here's what I did. I felt like I was doing things that was expected of me. But I didn't feel like I had to acknowledge what was being told to me that I wasn't doing. Oh. So I was like, I'm treating you how I want to be treated. They'd be like, hey, you're not doing this. But I'm treating you. <laughs> yeah. Did you or, hear what I said? Did or you- <laughs> here's another one. You think that because you're treating a person the way you want to be treated, treating them the way they want to be treated is not, not valid. Like, and how dare they not treat me how I want to be treated? Or how dare you not value the way I am treating you. Like, first of all, uh, where your notepad? You got amendments on this? Um, (laughs) Did you, you running this through the Senate? What's happening here? Through the Senate? Oh. We talking about this on the console? What's going on? Like, why is this not enough? (laughs) Meanwhile, I got all the edits for their love and what they're giving to me, like... All the edits. I, I'm Listen, always I will cut, copy, and paste your love. Your paper so, got so many red marks. It don't make no sense. Like you chose the word four, and you could have said two. Like I'm, I'm to the T with it. Like I'm, I'm sizing down this whole thing, and I'm like, I give you, and don't even want to hold yourself accountable because for I told. It. Here's the thing, it's what we said on another episode because. It, it's not comfortable to look at the ugly parts of yourself sometimes Absolutely. and it's all there. And because I, to me, I am a good person. I know I'm a good person, but I was avoiding dealing with the parts that weren't good, that were blocking certain things that I wanted and needed in my life and not dealing with them. I'm like, I'm definitely being good to you. 
yeah, I'm being all those trash things that I am too. <laughs> but, and, they, and they trying to talk about it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But I'm good. Let's stay focused here. We got to talk about. <laughs> Stop the looking at the man behind the curtain. Right. You, you better stay on this page that we already on. Like I, <laughs> I know that there were times that I was like, the expectations that I had set because of a running dialogue I had in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. And in that holding some, I wasn't trying to hold myself accountable. And a lot of times we forget or not even forget. We don't even acknowledge, look at it. Sometimes we don't even see it in the, we're not even in that direction, looking in that direction. This on the far right. We definitely all the way on the left (laughs) side that the person that you're dealing with is your mirror. Mm. And I had a mirror, y'all. Like, I had a huge mirror in front of me. And all I could see in the mirror was everything that I was doing that wasn't being appreciated. Mm -hmm. Except for, and I wouldn't pay attention to the things that I wasn't doing that was being asked of me. But at the same time, that mirror was also doing things that I wasn't doing the things I wanted and Mm -hmm. was saying but look at the things I am doing. Mm-hmm. So like we were mirroring each other and, and it was at a point where he didn't recognize the things that he was doing and I couldn't recognize the things that I was doing. So nobody was going to get any better. It mm-hmm. was, it was just a constant um, push and pull. Mm-hmm. And when you don't want to have accountability for what it is that you are not doing, you definitely going to come up with all the okay, well, I'm doing this. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And why can't you just focus on this? And why can't you just focus on that? And, mm-hmm. and when we get into a space of that, nothing gets accomplished. It's like a merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. I, it was, um, I feel like it was a sermon and I will do the research to find it so I can come back and share it. It talked about how you attract, um, how sometimes you attract people. Sometimes you can, develop chemistry and attraction with people based off the negative parts of you. It's not always about the good parts of Mm -hmm. you. And I think, um, and that the reflection of you, who you attract to you, you reflect how you love yourself is how you attract people. Yeah. 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 And, um, my ex, (laughs) we, so I was in the zone of like, being super focused, this was like right off of when I lost all that weight. I was just telling you, that. <laughs> you was living your so best was, life, so I wasn't doing crutches no more. You feel me? <laughs> um, and um, I met my ex, and we went on this accelerated track, super fast. And at that time, I hadn't had a boyfriend um, since my daughter's father, and I was like, which was some years. Eight years ago, and now fourteen. Wait, wait, four years. Yo, eight years ago, four years then. Um, and I was fine with not having a boyfriend. Like that wasn't really what I was checking for. And I was in the space of getting really serious and focused on um my business, my event business, what I wanted, what I wanted as a mom, what I wanted with my daughter, what I wanted for my life and kind of having those conversations with myself beginning to like, okay, you're going to have to do what you got to do. You're going to have to get a little uncomfortable to do what you got to do to get to where you were going. So I was moving y'all. I was leaving the state. I had a plan. I had an agenda. Don't we all? Mm, And then (laughs) 
I got a boyfriend. <laughs> and then when I get this boyfriend, he just showers me with all. Listen, when mm. I say I felt like I was every ounce of Holly Berry. I mean, I knew I lost a little weight, but he made me feel like I looked like Evelyn Lozada. I mean, I was just yeah. everything. Just everything I had. I fire like Tiana Taylor. I, was I can't. It. I was it. You picked some really good people though. Listen, that's how I felt. I was like, well, come on through with the come about, on through. Tell me a little something. Problem is. <laughs> problem is. The problem with that is this turned <laughs> into a very ugly situation that I feel like rendered a revealing of both of our characters and both of our insecurities and issues that clashed and and met each other head on, but I only saw his during that point. Because right, right. he had built me up so much that I had the expectation that that was kind of what I needed. And when he started to change, <laughs> giving me that, I was like, excuse me? But you but you know that when... when when stuff like that happens, it's usually because a person's turning their love off. Mm-hmm. They turn it off. They turn it down. They're um, diluting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when it doesn't feel the same, and the person who's not feeling it recognizes it. It changes your course, also. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people don't recognize how important um, love is to certain people because it it it's a driving force for some here's where accountability comes into there though, because you have to hold yourself accountable for what happened for that to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Like when I had situations with exes where love was turned off, I never wanted to look at what I did or hold myself accountable for what had happened because they were turning it off for me. So to me, they were the problem. Not recognizing that maybe something that I did is the reason why they turned it off. And it might not have been something that I did. Mm-hmm. But even even in that, however it came about, you have some accountability in that situation, some way, somehow. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes because we're avoiding certain things, we don't want to be accountable. Absolutely. Because, and we don't put it, in self-accountability because you will hold somebody more accountable for their actions because you don't want to make that tough call to say this isn't working Mm. and you don't want to be like I need to step away I don't want to have that on me you don't want to deal with the actions and the course you need to take that would put it in your hands so you sit there and take uncomfortable situations and hurt Girl, and treatment because I don't want to be accountable that you I could... will be in a fight like Creed. Do you hear me? Although, hey, Michael B. <laughs> um, you'll let those punches, you'll take those punches and, and, and it cons- over and over on a constant basis, you'll take them instead of doing what you know you need to do. Well, see, what happened for us is that I feel like I then began being so focused on the ways I wasn't being loved that I started almost arguing and defending and trying to get understanding of why that didn't exist, why that wasn't there anymore. Why Mm -hmm. did you take this away? Trying to be understood why I was hurt all the while knowing he's taking his love away. And I knew that, but 
I'm just trying to get him to be accountable for it and hold and him acknowledge accountable. and mm-hmm. that he's doing that and I'm never getting it. So I'm staying there almost for the accountability all the on while, their part. All the while it's hurting me. And after us going through that and in reflection of a, having to have those honest, ugly talks with myself about things that I do. Because them talks be ugly. And I definitely see a lot of the things I did during that time. But mainly, I had to go back and really look at our course. I did not want a boyfriend. (laughs) I felt pressured Mm. by his treatment of me to make him my boyfriend. I didn't want a boyfriend then. And I then recognized I ignored all the ways he wasn't loving me the way I wanted mm-hmm. by the things that felt good yeah, 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 in that yeah. moment. So all the things that made me feel great, um, the plan I was coming up with for myself was a self-love thing. It mm. was, this is what you need to be doing. This is where you are. Right. And then here he came into my life almost with the easy button, <laughs> giving me this package uh, that I didn't have to do the work for it. Like I didn't have to go move, put my plan into motion because I'm I'm great here. Now, now I still wanted all those things, but I'm saying he almost accelerated the love I needed to give myself because mm-hmm. he made me feel more worth it than I actually felt about myself that made it okay. Like it gave me permission, like, yeah, you could feel that good about yourself without mm-hmm. doing anything to maintain it. Right. So when he took it away, it went away of okay. how I felt about myself too. Absolutely. And so I'm fighting for him, be, not really because I'm fighting for us. I'm fighting for that love back that you made me feel about me that I need back because right. I don't feel as worth it if you're not giving it to me this way. Whole time, I wasn't being a part of the relationship in the way I could have been to really be in there to work with him because I was trying to get what I needed right. out of that. And if I was honest. Mm-hmm. And, and if you were holding yourself accountable at that time. I, and I wasn't at all because I was only seeing what he did at mm-hmm. that time. And it, and it, I, I deemed it more important. Now here's the thing. It was important. I didn't need him to know it was. I needed to know it was. Right, right, right. To do what I needed to do. To not keep myself in a situation that was continuously hurting me and causing more damage where the healing took way longer (laughs) out of it because I sat there and allowed myself to be damaged because I wanted to talk about what he did and I wanted him to acknowledge it and I didn't want to see anything that I did I didn't want to it felt not that it was real but it felt like I didn't have a choice almost like hey I came in this and who I was wasn't enough and this is where it left me not acknowledging that I wasn't being my best self all the mm-hmm. time. I was letting him some down sometimes too. I wasn't um giving it because we be like, first of all, focus on your own stuff. Right. Don't be worried about what I'm doing. Put your <laughs> highlighter away. Yes, and your red pen, sucker. All right. <laughs> I'd be like, you don't got a red pen. We are talking about you. You okay? okay? And and. Stop watching me with my red pen and my highlighter on your paper. Mind your business. Get out of my page and my book. Take your bookmark back. (laughs) I don't want it. I I did a lot of um, holding somebody else accountable and not holding myself accountable um, with my son's father, with exes that I had. I didn't, until recently, within the past two years, even recognize the level of accountability that I should have been holding myself at because unfortunately 
I was mentally stuck where I was. Like I, I wasn't mentally prepared to have those type of conversations with myself. I wasn't mentally prepared to accept the fact that there were things that I needed to work on. Um, it was much easier to acknowledge what the other person needed to do. Now, let me just be clear. Holding yourself accountable does not mean that the other person has no accountability because I've been in relationships where yes, there was a lot that I needed to be held accountable for, but there was also a lot that the other person (laughs) needed to be held accountable for. I just can't fix their accountability. Mm-hmm. Only accountability I can fix is my own. Mm-hmm. So when you over here self-reflecting and figuring out what you need to do, what you need to do to move forward, you cannot say to yourself, okay, what do I need to do to move forward? And then look at the other person and say, well, he needs to, first of all, mm-hmm. that's not how accountability mm-hmm. works. And when I was having conversations with people about holding myself accountable, everybody would say like, okay, so what about him? What about them? What about this person? What about that person? I'm like, yeah, they definitely have some things that they need to hold themselves accountable for and work on, but that's not my paper. Mm-hmm. I need to worry about my paper because sometimes holding yourself accountable will allow the other person to start holding themselves accountable because they can't do nothing but that because that's all you given. Mm-hmm. Like I explained that in um, the podcast about truth, honesty, and transparency. Like, which if- y'all need to listen to because y'all on trash. Because y'all, and <laughs> um- <laughs> hey, y'all don't want to hear that truth, honesty, and transparency. Like, y'all love every other podcast, but that one. Go that- listen. But <laughs> on that podcast, I was saying how I can't. I I wanted transparency, right? And then I was in a situation where. Um, that's not what I was given though. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't given transparency. I told y'all I wasn't even given truth, but I kept wanting to demand. And then I had to look at myself like, boo, you stop looking at other people's paper. Well, this is something I realized how easily we give our loophole because we think when we are looking at one thing, we excuse accountability and like acknowledgement gets confused with accountability. You feel like if I acknowledged what I did, I'm being accountable for what I did. But that's <laughs> not the same. Let me tell you. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> because I will definitely tell you, I did acknowledge it. No, and it's not the same. And I can see that like, because I had no problem shying away from a conversation to say, yes, I did this. But the way I moved in my actions after acknowledgement was trying to hold the person more accountable for them, their actions than myself. And I know for me, I've struggled with like my mental, like the mental strengths that I've gained in this year are remarkable, right? Listen. And I'm putting them to work. And I'm it's something work. like a warrior. Listen. Okay. And I'm about to have a warrior call in a minute. Okay. And it's work. Okay. And it's continuous. And it doesn't mean there's so much more peace that I've already kind of like found the reward of why doing the work is worth it in this category, which is why we're going to have to get to the physical stuff. But anyway, mentally, <laughs> I've definitely grown and accountability I've learned where not wanting to look at those ugly parts because I didn't want to have to be accountable for them because I told myself I understood like that understood. Basically, I recognized that I wanted people to understand the bad parts of me. Right. And ultimately, that's what it was like. 
okay, yes, Trash I did it. character. Exactly. Yes, I did that. But understand where I was coming from. No, fix it, sweetheart. Fix it. So you will know when you get greeted by someone and you've been doing your own accountability. First of all, I just want to, don't lose that, but I just want to say when you said fix it, sweetheart, I definitely wanted to flip my computer over because you know you have some things that it just triggers for you. Dear sweetheart mm. is so condescending to me. Like I had exes actually say that to me mm. and it just made me feel like I just want to punch you in your face. <laughs> so when you said that, I almost had a flashback, but I'm working on me. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's just sometimes you just have triggers and that was one of mine. <laughs> and I just needed to share that with y'all because the the heat that went up my face, like I'm pretty sure my face turned red when I heard, I need to work on that. Mm. Hey, that's like when I was having them panic attacks when I heard mm. ringtones. I need to work on that. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know somebody's like, this heifer is nuts. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted people to be okay with the bad parts and I thought acknowledging it was doing the work. The work goes beyond the acknowledgement. It's your commitment to fix it, not because the other person called it out, not because you know that you don't want to be treated that way and you don't want to represent yourself in that manner. So I think then now doing what you need to do to conduct yourself better because in a place where you're valued and when you're dealing with people and relationships, friendships, whatever that's your value, they will appreciate your accountability and you will grow from being accountable. Hey, I'm not going to do this. And what I would do is kind of like stall my growth, trying to make sure they did like, I'll move when you move. Right, right, right. I'll do. Well, are we both acknowledging that we, (laughs) is we taking two steps forward or no? Cause if we not both taking two steps forward, I'm going to just sit here till you get ready. I'm supposed to just do the work and you thinking, cause I could think so like, and that only hurts you. And I, and I recognize how sizing other people up. There's so many things that I've had to just kind of really simmer down my, thoughts hit my thoughts with the button because I had to think about what role I played in it yes this person did this this is what you're doing Mm. you know shut up (laughs) you said shut up I you know I just realized another reason why I didn't want to hold myself accountable because there is a certain level of vulnerability that you have to give to do that and um I don't want to I told y'all I hate vulnerability like I love it and I hate it like I it's such a necessary evil but I always feel like I felt like if I was to take accountability for what I did and I acknowledged it and I voiced it or or even said okay you know what you're right I should have handled it this way that what I'm gonna get back is you right you should have handled it mm-hmm. this way and you always doing that and then and I'm going okay so first of all that's my trigger simmer down okay always. because you're getting carried away oh always is my trigger I told you I was told that a mm-hmm. lot like I say oh so every time so you need to use the right word then and I'm like first of all present that's I'm, me as well. I'm speaking figuratively when I say uh-uh, always we sp- uh-uh because you can't tap in and speak figuratively sometimes and then you want to tap out and then now you're being general listen we 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 gonna talk what we talking and we always bulls my you want to know what it is it's because you're a gemini and y'all are nuts and it hey i'm gonna just say it i'm gonna go out hey and i just need everybody out here to double to, to double tap 
because I'm definitely going to need y'all to come out here with these. Y'all know these Geminis is crazy. First of all, this is why you got to know who you are so you don't let nobody tell you. <laughs> <laughs> about yourself. Listen, because I'm selling it. I rebuke. Hey, all. I had a whole conversation on Facebook with somebody about Geminis. Listen, y'all out here being... The yeah. worst versions of y'all. And the yeah. world knows it. Because I was on Facebook and 922 people was Ooh. like, I, and listen, let me just and tell you, she, figuratively was speaking, say, it was 922. Was say, it probably it was 12. But that's, we that's a large it. number. Anyway. You see how she would just throw <laughs> these things out to not be accountable? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. For fixing your language, ma'am. And that always, I don't know why that always just burns y'all butter. Always um, is definitive. And I think the always encompassed, because here's the thing. It, I think it does something different for different people. But for me, if I am trying to do things to better whatever, and you tell me I always don't. Yeah. It kind of discredits that. Because you're going to be like, remember that one time at band camp? And I'm going to be like, listen. And, I, and listen. Because I, I better give you that one time. And I don't know your experience, but I got about 12 times. So I need my 12 times <laughs> acknowledge that we're not talking about one. Like, don't don't make always one. I have some people, my dancing um in college, the leaders, one of the um guys that ran the team. This just just boiled my water, Listen, just so you know. He he would always say, um, and we would get a kick out of it, and he'd be like, Some people have been saying, or people have been saying, and we were like, like my best friend at the time, because I know her from there, would be like, I said it. It was me. It wasn't people, <laughs> it was just me. Don't say people, it was me. It represents that to me. Like, I just feel like always. you know I'm not talking about every time. Not if we're talking in meaning. You see what I'm saying? Like, if we're talking in meaning and you want me to take what you say in value and meaning, then you can't be like, I was just generally saying you were hurting my feelings. I would, like, tell me what I did. We got to talk about what it is. So I get it. I understand. Anyway. <laughs> hey, I just day. want y'all to know that this did just turned into an episode because this coming. Oh, we're gonna have a conversation about this definitive. We're gonna have a conversation about Gemini's and their definitive talk. And you're gonna have to tell the truth Child, and shame the devil. Okay. We can listen. I had a whole conversation with someone online about how trash sages are. Sag men. Well, it was it was mainly men. We gave we gave the women some grace, but sad. <laughs> But y'all say hey, here's the thing. I'm gonna own that because I feel like the way we talk, we are so blunt, direct, and no, you're trash. You're just trash. Sometimes trash. I'll yeah. take that too. Um you gonna have to then we gonna we talk about the Gemini. Well, rumble young man rumble. Look, you gonna have okay? to you gonna have to box down the uh exclusions because you know they exist of where I don't fall in. So you Oh, you definitely get a hell of exclusions, but exclusions, but you gonna get them oh, other, yeah. all them other ones. Oh, i i definitely have to face my crazy this year. So I can <laughs> I see it. I see it. I know. I, it, ain't, it ain't as different as I wanted it to be. It I definitely it. ain't. Well, I'm working. So <laughs> So try. <laughs> so what? I mean, what are what are key things about the importance of accountability that you feel 
people should take away from this conversation that you've learned and you feel like accountability matters? Um. Okay, so one thing would be expectations. Mm. So with accountability, you have you can't have accountability and expectations. Mm. Like those two don't even go together. It's like oil and vinegar. <laughs> and it's like I was the queen of an expectation. I would set an expectation on somebody um even on myself for that matter. I would set unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. sometimes. And then sometimes they would be realistic expectations and even if they weren't met, I'd be upset but then I wouldn't hold myself accountable for setting the expectation in the first place. Like, well, then why did you even you mm-hmm. shouldn't have never said it cuz then this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Um I I felt like there, these were attainable mm-hmm. expectations. Like I set the the bar. Like mm-hmm. you could do this, and even if they could do this and they just didn't, it's like, but you set the expectations, right. so that's not fair to to even do exactly. that. Um, I think um, a lot of times we look past a person's issues mm. because of what we want. Mm. There are a lot of people who, um show you who they are mm-hmm. and you think that because of who you are that it's going to be different for mm-hmm. you and when they show you who they are baby you better believe them and that doesn't make them a bad person but you have to hold yourself accountable for seeing those things mm-hmm. and going anyway mm-hmm. and and hold yourself accountable for not wanting to handle it and deal with it or wanting to handle it and deal with it and dealing with whatever comes with that. Mm -hmm. So let's say somebody has trash characteristics, right? (laughs) Say a person, you see, oh, really good example. You ever had one of them friends that every time you talk to her, she got a a story about another friend and she Mm -hmm. constantly always talking about a friend. And then she's always talking about a friend to you or somebody. And then when you find out that your business out there... (laughs) You got the, uh, the appall, you clutching your pearls. I cannot believe how she showed you who she was. So you need to hold yourself accountable for looking past what you saw anyway. You, but that's fine. You are, you mm-hmm. are, you doing it. Okay. No, you know what? Put your church finger down. <laughs> but you still need to hold yourself accountable because you're going to have this person in your circle and you upset because they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They ain't never not did it. This is who they are. And you didn't want to believe them because you different Mm -hmm. because they would never do that to me. But Mm -hmm. that's who they are as a person. You do it in relationships all the time. If a person shows you that if if this person cusses out their exes, Mm -hmm. it's a strong possibility (laughs) you about to get cussed out. Mm -hmm. If this person has bars for everybody, you probably going to get bars. I mean, it is what it is. And then when you get them, you don't get to not hold yourself accountable for not acknowledging what that person brings. And you don't get to not hold yourself accountable for the things that you bring. Mm -hmm. And when a person points them out to you and you, you, don't like how it looks, so you just gonna act like it ain't there. You're just gonna look over it under the table. You're gonna cover it with some dirt, pretend like it's not there. <laughs> it's definitely there. I, I think that 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 to me mm-hmm. would be the gems that I got. Mm, I would say um what I said, that acknowledgement isn't accountability. And I think mm, you have yep. to give yourself that's a gem. 
you have to give yourself because the work goes past acknowledgement. It's like upon acknowledging, you have to make the steps. And and I think sometimes we don't do them because we make them situational to either who said it, where it came from, or the moment it existed. Mm-hmm. And we start trying to justify why it's not work about ourselves that we need to do to handle stuff better or do stuff better. Mm-hmm. With my ex, I was talking about... Um, I mean, I would literally be screaming to the top, like lost my voice because I was trying to make him understand. Because clearly when you say something louder, it works. It's clearer. It's Mm kind of like when a person don't speak English and you think if you talk English louder that they don't speak Mm -hmm. Spanish no more. Mm -hmm. Definitely speak Spanish. And I had to recognize I wasn't fixing the part of me that handled that conversation better or those conversations better because... I knew why I was doing it. Mm. And even when it would be said to me, like, um, <laughs> you know, I really despise um, yelling. Okay. Well, you actually are really treating me the way that got me yelling. So I don't know what so, we're going to do. So here. we here because of you. Welcome. So, so you going to fix that? Or you like, because if you don't want the yelling and you don't need to do what you're doing, but here's, that's where accountability comes in. You I don't want to yell. Not right. because of him. I don't want to be screaming at someone that I did care about at one point in time. Yep. Like, I don't want to do that. Nope. That's not, I wouldn't want this back. I need to change it. Not because of him. Not because of what we're talking about. Because I want to be the better version of me. I don't want to, I don't want to get the excuse that someone that has to give me for why they mistreated me. Yep. So I need to fix this. And if this becomes an example or, or motivation or a reason, fine. But a lot of times we'll wiggle out of doing the accountability of what needs to be changed because, well, okay, well, he did that or we dismiss it. It's not as big of what you did or we start sizing down oh, yeah. why it isn't as important. Absolutely. Just noting that you hurt somebody's feelings doesn't mean you start being accountable to make better decisions. And I think... And it don't give you the right to turn your love off. That part. And uh, the other point I would say is um, accountability has grace. Sometimes mm. I think... Say it again. You... For me, I would... Kind of like, if I messed up, everything's off. Like, well, I already started cussing at you, so we just going to keep cussing You at- know what? You said, well, since we here. And I walked in the room, we're here now. Um, <laughs> I literally can't see you today. Every day, every moment has opportunity. It's up to you to value it. So I think if you have the opportunity to correct things, to fix it, to make it better, you have to be accountable. And kind of to the other point, stop finding reasons to not have to do the work. Stop, yeah. stop eating bacon, y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get you some asparagus. Listen, but we all have things we want. Some things we want from people, some things we want from relationships, some things we want for ourselves, and we will sabotage our growth and how we really get there. And sometimes how we really figure out what we need 
because we don't want to be accountable for the steps that take that we got to take along the way. And we'll sit there and blame environment, situations, other people on why we're not doing our part. Like we'll sit there and have a whole list of yep. why. I haven't hit any type of exercise and I can't, and I don't like none of my jiggly parts. And <laughs> listen, I want more jiggly parts. Listen, I don't like none of them. And I had to realize like, you're going to have to stop saying how much you don't like these parts. If you're going to not do anything to change it. Like, so let's, let's kind of look at the picture here. Cause if you keep saying that you're almost convincing yourself, this picture looks different. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, we're going to have to talk about what's really happening here. Your part, you are jiggly because you're not doing something. When you start doing something, you can start changing the conversation. And so accountability has grace. That means if you if you misstep, you come back, you do it again. Yep. You stay committed to whatever decision, whatever path that you know is in alignment of what you need to be doing. Because your accountability for you has nothing to do with anybody else you're into acting with or any other situation you got to do your work for you absolutely it's nobody else's job but yours hey and i'm gonna tell y'all right now i'm working on it because i can talk about it but as soon as something comes up i revert back to my trash habits and Mm -hmm. i just be like first of all who you talking to fam listen and then i'll be like i'm sorry listen i've been so proud of myself Cause I've just been eating less. I've been full, awful less. I've been like, this is great motivation to do right. I definitely ate six <laughs> pieces of pizza yesterday. I died when she told me, y'all. She was <laughs> six consecutively, and thirty minutes later, my stomach was like, "You a lie." <laughs> <laughs> Look, I told her, I said, her stomach says so. We haven't been doing this all week. They were like, "So you trying to get better or not? What are you trying to do?" Don't worry, we'll help you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so. You know, it's easy to fall back. It's like, I don't have to do that normal thing. I can be accountable and fix it. I don't have to just be like, well, give me a gyro today, too. <laughs> you I, said a gyro. I'm oh, a, I miss gyros. Anyway, y'all. That, that's, that's, it. It. that's all I got? Yeah. That's all I got. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>